0: All right. Intro. Uh, who
1: wants to do the intro?
0: You ask that like it's a question.
1: Who wants to do <laughs> and you look around the room? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> uh, I will. I'll intro. Hello everyone, and welcome to Let Me Finish. I'm your host, Daniel, joined by the other host, Kevin. Hello. And it's been a hot minute since hey, we've How recorded. long has
0: it really been?
1: It's been oh, a few minutes, I guess.
0: I'm going to find out how long it's been.
1: I want to say it's been a month.
0: It feels like a month to you? To me, it feels like two weeks.
1: Well, Hang I on. mean... What it feels versus what it is is two different things.
0: I don't want to date myself (laughs) here, but it's May eighteenth when we're recording this, and last episode on Spotify is April eighth.
1: So, oh, so over a month. Uh, We were both conservative with our estimates. We were busy. Yes, we're busy. What were you busy
0: doing? What were you busy doing, Daniel?
1: Hey, I had to do things. Like, um, you know, uh, well, I don't know. I bought a new car.
0: Oh, I went to California.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I, I spent a day with you in California.
0: That's true. Yeah. That, okay, so, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, um. You went camping this weekend. How was that? Uh, I saw you drove a boat.
0: I I drove a boat a little bit. I went camping. I uh, we stayed in the in the, the tents for like two nights, and it was pretty good. It was actually great weather for camping. It was a great campsite. It's funny because the campsite is like five minutes away from like a little like town, like uh, you know, like those small towns that are, are like. Like, have a Starbucks and stuff, like, but pretty yeah. small town, but it has a Starbucks. It's like big enough. It massive. has like some
1: stuff for the tourists. Yeah, Safeway, Starbucks, stuff. Yeah.
0: Mm. So, that kind of thing. It was really, it was really fun. Didn't do anything like hiking or stuff like that, like we planned, but did get to drive a boat all along the yeah, lake. That's okay, though. I think we drove it like 30 miles, even though we we're supposed to stop at like some national park. Um, I think we just kept going, and I was looking around, and I was like, "Oh, there's no more houses; it's all just trees." And uh, (laughs) but it was cool because when we started, it was like sunny and hot, and the further we went, it got kind of cold, and then the mountains started having like snow on them. It was really intense, and then because we're going up like the Cascade Range or something, and then we turn around and come back, and everything's sunny again. (laughs) It was weird.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a really nice area. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually been to Shalam but I've always, I've always wanted to go there because it's a, it's a big ass fucking lake, dude.
0: We had a, we had a big debate. It is a huge lake. Like we went, we probably didn't. So we, we found out online. It's like a that,
1: sea, dude.
0: Yeah, there's um, it feels like you're in Italy when you're there, and there's a bunch of wineries. Everything was sunny. There's hills. I was sending some picture, but it's really beautiful. And then like the. The, the we had this debate though while we were there over is it pronounced chillan or is it pronounced chillan like Chillan, like a villain you were the
1: one you were <laughs> the one who said it was pronounced like chillan weren't you
0: i said we're going to chillan we're chilling in chillan <laughs> i'm Chillan all weekend That's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was like that michigan argument all over again
0: so we so we there's only one way to pronounce Mitch again. So. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we, did, uh, we did edibles and uh, played campfire games.
1: Nice, dude. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> and
0: we got scared of people walking around in the dark with flashlights, and we all went to bed. <laughs> of course. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, it's weird how, like, dude, weed makes me so anxious, man. (laughs) Which is so weird, dude, right? Like,
0: everyone has their own thing, their own reaction.
1: Yeah, yeah, for real. No, like, yeah. It's weird. I think I've been using CBD, though, lately to go to bed.
0: You have been? Mm hmm. Because
1: I do like some, I do some of that, you know, that like sleepy, what is like this like sleepy herbal tea or whatever. And uh, so I do, I make that at night and then I put like some uh, CBD oil in it.
0: Interesting. So like chamomile and CBD. Yeah. That's a cool combo. Do you get like a body high or something from the CBD?
1: It just, I just feel super relaxed. Interesting.
0: I don't really get CBD, but like it's, it's.
1: Yeah. It's not really, like, it's not going to get, like, anything close to, like, weed or anything. You know? It's literally just, like, it, it gives you, like, a, it's not, like, a crazy relaxed feeling either. Like, the only reason I get, like, a strong relaxed feeling is because I'm mixing CBD and chamomile, you know? Yeah. So, it's, like, my whole body just kind of feels, like, just kind of, you know, like, my muscles loosen a little bit. And I feel a little more relaxed. I'm able to kind of just, like, lay down and chill. Because a lot of times I'll, like, lay down in bed and I'll just be, like, all stiff and tense. And so I can't sleep.
0: Yeah. It's probably more healthy than taking Benadryl. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> You're just knocking out.
0: That's what I did recently when I got the I got the second vaccine shot. Um, so I'm fully vaccinated. and Hell yeah, dude. Um, but I got the, the reaction from the second shot. So I just took Benadryl to sleep for like a couple of days.
1: Yeah. I'm not looking forward. I'm looking forward to the second shot. I'm not looking forward to the uh, reaction from it. Because yeah. I didn't really get anything from the first shot, which means the second shot's probably going to suck for me.
0: Exactly. They said that the second shot... I've heard two opinions. One person said second shot is more concentrated. And that's why you get a reaction. Then someone else said that's bullshit. It's Your body has some antibody from the first shot and then it'll... It'll attack the, the second shot, like viral load, and that's why you get sick, yeah. which makes more sense to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but I will say the nurse who stuck me when I got my first shot, she told me that if you, if you haven't had COVID, the first shot isn't that bad, but the second shot sucks. But if you have had COVID then usually the first shot sucks really bad. And then the second Uh. shot isn't as bad, which I actually kind of saw a little bit. One of, well, one of our friends, she had COVID and the first shot sucked really bad. And the second shot like sucked still, it wasn't great, but she didn't like have, she wasn't like out of, you know, she wasn't like out for like three days, you know?
0: Yeah. In that case, I think probably my whole crew didn't have COVID because we ironically went to get vaccinated together and, Yeah, (laughs) so it was (laughs) yeah, but then um, yeah, we all got reaction from the second shot. Yeah, it was great though. It it, feels great. Two weeks passed, and then it's like, and then right at the exactly at around the two week mark, there was um that that there was a message from the White House saying like, oh, the CDC changed the guidelines now. If you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask indoors, outdoors, whatever around people doesn't matter. They just said you can get a vaccine or wear a mask, like either or. No longer do this and then still do that. So that came out yeah. right as I reached my full vaccination. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am on board for the, the hot vaccine. Not wearing
1: a mask anymore. Yeah. The Just yeah, the, a lot of-
0: the party of uh, when COVID's over and, and everyone's vaccinated and you can just have a rager and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude no that's uh well isn't the whole is it fe- is it federally i don't know if it's federally i know that at least like in uh california we're like pretty much going a no mass by like june regardless
0: yeah right Like regardless
1: I- of whether you're vaccinated or not at least here i think it's like pretty much like a but in june no mass are required at all which yeah a lot of like one of the things, too, is, like, so at where I work, my boss is like, yeah, we're probably just going to keep doing masks. And that's what some other places are doing, too. Yeah. You know? They're like, we're just going to keep doing masks, like, at work. Like, if people come in without masks, it's whatever. But, like, all the employees are still going to wear masks. I mean, okay. But,
0: two, two things. Like, one is um, this is what Texas and Florida did. They, they were like, we're going to stop doing mask mandate. And then, I mean, people still wear it. Uh, in certain cities with the like mayor could pass like a local mandate or or like certain businesses like Trader Joe's or Costco yeah. would still have a, a like a rule for the mask so the the statewide mask mandate thing kind of makes sense that they they turn it off and then it just becomes more of a like a patchwork of like where is it on where is it off and um, yeah I get that. The other thing, though, that your story reminded me of is when I was in, like, Chilean. Um, it was hilarious. It's kind of more of an eastern Washington place. So we would go to, like, um, like a diner or something. And everyone there would have their mask off, including, like, yeah. the the staff and people working there. And, like, mm-hmm. th- no one would have masks. Not, like, not even, like, pulled down around or whatever. It was just off completely. Yeah. And it was really interesting. It was really like there was no such thing as COVID out there. And no one, even like wherever you went, like like, a gas station, um, went to like rent the boat, um, went to like some like ice cream place and like um, people at the campsite, obviously. Like not a single mask anywhere to be seen. Really, really different. (laughs) Yeah, dude.
1: No, there's like some places. You go to some like bars around here. And they, you'll get like, you will like people will talk shit on you for wearing masks and stuff. It's like every, and yeah, the staff will have the masks off. It's like, well, I was at a bar the other night, and yeah, like I was walking, I, I put on my masks like you know out of habit at least to go to the bat to go and walk to the bathroom. The bartender, she's like, oh, like oh, come on, you don't need that in here. Like I was like, okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> No, there's, like, some places, dude, they just don't care. They're just, like, fucking, yeah. dude.
0: Yeah, a lot of places don't care. And, like, I was just surprised to go to, like, Eastern Washington and realize that even though we talk about these mask mandates and stuff, like, there's places out there that we just assume, like, in Seattle, everyone's like us where people wear masks to, like, walk yeah. the dog alone. But then, like, other places, like, the I assume, like, the whole rest of the state that's not in Seattle has been pretty much – uh over the mask mandate probably for like weeks now if not months (laughs) yeah it's
1: crazy man it'll be a bit weird i think i'm having i get i get weird going back to uh no masks like i'm just like this is this is kind of weird it feels weird yeah you know what else felt weird Seen Elon Musk on SNL? Did you see it live? I didn't see it live. Do you think I watch SNL live? I don't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you don't have a TV. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I have a TV, but I don't like cable or anything.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. But like, I mean, okay, I didn't see it live. Well, no, I think I, I think I saw like a a restream of it on YouTube while it was happening maybe potentially i remember seeing part of it and then coming back and watching the full monologue so
1: i didn't watch the whole monologue i i watched some of it i was like i don't know it i it seemed like a monologue that would be on snl you know were were you laughing no i smirked once I, or twice, I think. <laughs> when
0: he said Asperger's, and you were like, Asperger's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ass. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I guess, I don't know. I just, I've, I've never, I don't, I just never really watched SNL that much. Yeah, me either. So I don't really, it was like, everyone's like, wow, well, SNL, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, Eli, like Elon Musk. I'm like, all
0: right. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think I was really that like engaged with it. I actually didn't even watch the skits. Someone showed me a few of them and I was like, oh, these are like interesting because I didn't realize. So he didn't just do the monologue. He did like all the skits and had like to do like costume changes and lines and everything. And I'm like, wow, he must've like actually prepared somewhat for these skits (laughs) to do them live on T. He had like lines. He had like, uh, yeah, costumes and stuff. So I was really surprised that he's like, I don't know first or second richest person in the world that needs doing all this but um, <laughs> seems like a lot yeah <laughs> quite a lot of preparation probably went into that and it was not it wasn't like okay for snl standards which i'm not a expert on it didn't seem like it was bad but um definitely yeah i don't know it wasn't like that good
1: <laughs> it's i don't know i feel like SNLs just they they do i i don't know I don't watch them regularly so I don't know what their regular shows like but it seems like they have a ton of content they just pump out like a ton of content you know every Saturday night every Saturday night in the season or whatever and like a handful of skits actually become like anything that's like worth watching you know
0: yeah a handful of skits I think um I think there's I can't remember any right now, but there's a few that I've heard of that were funny when I was in like high school. But now yeah. I don't think I can't really think of anything, but it's a show that's been on for like decades. So yeah. I give it that credit. And a lot of the famous comedian now used to be writers or like actors there. Uh, oh yeah.
1: I think a big issue too, is just that it's, it's one of those things where I think SNL is certainly had its place. It has its place in everything, but It was a very unique show like 20 years ago when you couldn't really tune into anything to watch all these like skits, you know. But now it's like, dude, with like, you know, with like YouTube, like, you know, Vine and TikTok or whatever. You know, it's like there's just there's so much there's so many more skits like readily available. And there's all different levels of effort put into it that you could probably find a better skit just looking on like YouTube or something, you know? Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I
0: think like think I've seen like some much funnier stuff just on random YouTube. So I think I it's just if... kind of at oh, this shit. point to uh, me, it feels oh a little God, bit I like every time I touch
1: my... a little bit like a relic of another age.
0: Okay. How about now?
1: Are you uh? Are you there?
0: Testing. Am I mute?
1: Uh, you sound. You got the uh, airplane noises going on again.
0: Uh. Now is it better?
1: That's good. Yes.
0: Oh, this is so weird. Is better.
1: Yeah. I hey, yeah, don't it's, hear you though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I touched,
0: I touched like the corner of my headphone, and it went doo doop. And then I don't even know what's going on right now. Okay, how about now? Can you hear me now? Uh, can you hear me now? Uh, how about now? Now? Question mark? No? Not working. Okay. Um, testing. Can I hear you? Is this okay?
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: I don't hear you, though. What the fuck? I don't hear anything.
1: You have no audio.
0: Oh, shit. Okay, here it is. It's back. Okay. All you right. Can hear me now? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Good
0: thing Good thing you're editing. <laughs> um, <laughs> know what happened? I touched. I got to not do it, but I touched. I have these Bluetooth headphones. I have you tap the sides. It's supposed to like do some noise canceling or something like that. And I tapped it very slightly on accident, and then it just disconnected. It was weird.
1: Um, by noise cancelling it just turns off yeah
0: (laughs) three two one okay the big story for elon musk on snl though for the smart people was dogecoin because he talks about dogecoin a whole bunch he kept tweeting about it put it in his like bio on twitter it's a cryptocurrency that was made as a joke uh they're supposed to be making fun of cryptocurrencies but it's become sort of a pump and dump uh, type mm-hmm. of scheme where basically people will just buy it for pennies and then um they'll just constantly tweet pays. about it's like yeah.
1: 0.01 cents a stock
0: yeah and like literally or a penny oil, and they, yeah and then like they'll just keep tweeting about it and trying to stir up a bunch of FOMO. And then every time it starts to go up and then more people will buy it. And then eventually the people who bought it earlier will just sell everything when it gets high enough because no one actually holds an asset that is, uh, worthless. That's what I think. Yes. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So then, um, I mean, so Elon Musk talked about it a whole bunch, and then everyone thought that, okay, when he goes on SNL, he's going to mention Dogecoin, and then it'll spike even higher.
1: Fools. Fools. <laughs> the, the lot of them. <laughs> right. They didn't just, he talked about it on SNL, but it did not have, it completely tanked. It was like 30% down Yeah, or something.
0: It went way down. It, it basically like like in a
1: second it went like thirty percent down, and then it kept dropping after that too.
0: It was I want to say seventy cents or something, and then he started talking and it dropped to like fifty or forty cents and yeah. it was just and that's the thing people don't understand about cryptocurrencies. People always think like, wow, look at this like this ten x growth it's like ten x hundred x, meaning like hundred times your investment or your principal, but what people don't realize is that these things lose their value exponentially faster than they increase Even though it goes up really fast, it comes down much, much faster because as soon as someone starts selling, everyone starts selling, and the value goes to nothing because it has nothing underneath it that is worth anything. I mean, nothing remotely close to what its market cap is. So they they don't actually – it's just a bunch of hot air in a bag. So Yeah. Well, it's given
1: value by people valuing it. Yes. And so as soon as people stop valuing it, boom, you know, it's, it's going to just, like, it's going to tank, you know?
0: Yeah, it doesn't really have, like, a roadmap or, like, leadership or There's anything. There's no intrinsic
1: value to it.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, I mean, people want to complain all the time about banks, but at least a bank has, like, uh, I mean, a CEO and a board, like, leadership, like financial planning lawyers, all these sorts of things like services, consumer side industry, like B2B industry, like banks do things. Crypto is like decentralized. That's great. But also it doesn't like have any sort of like mechanism. It's just sort of expecting people to pick it up and use it for stuff, which is fucking stupid. But that's cryptocurrency in a nutshell. (laughs) It's just like creating a bunch of crap and then like, you just kind of hope that people get excited about it and buy it and sell it, which is what people do. It's just a dumb security that's like headless. Um, but what it's supposed to be is like an actual financial tool that you could use to, to like buy and sell stuff. But I remember on Ethereum, like the fee for like a transaction was like a hundred and fifty dollars or something. It's like a like a gas fee they would say. So it's just buying something costs like a huge amount of like. Uh, <laughs> cash because doing those transactions is wildly inefficient. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I ranted enough. I I just think crypto is like cryptocurrency maybe is more interesting when it's applied to like a certain sector or trying to solve a certain problem. When people try to act like it's like, it's going to replace a bank. I think it's just really stupid because it, it just doesn't have any of the like actual like value that a bank creates other than you can, buy and sell them which is like what like a child trying to explain how a bank works
1: yeah well and the thing is that it's like you look at cryptocurrency and it's always valued through what it's always valued through it's like you know the u.s dollar or the pound or whatever it is that you know whatever currency you're actually living your life with that's how you're going to you know compare cryptocurrency to. so it's it's like People think, yeah, exactly. It's like people think it's gonna be some new thing. It's like, no, look, look at how it's valued. It's valued as what it's worth in this other currency, which means that it's never gonna be, it's never gonna replace that. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'd imagine if there was a if if like if Bitcoin had like, <laughs> I don't know. Let's say Dogecoin. Dogecoin has what does he call himself? The the Godfather of Dogecoin? Is that what Elon Musk called himself? Is that?
1: I don't even know, dude.
0: He said something like "Godfather Dogecoin Godfather" or something on his bio, and uh, like if he actually was like the CEO of Dogecoin, I think it'd be worth like way more because. Oh yeah. Then he could use it to I don't know create a lot of services, um, try to I don't know do something with it that it's it, useful, um, like checking out at different places using Dogecoin or something. I don't really know how this would help anyone really. But, I mean, we don't really need it, but it's like a digital currency. Um, I honestly don't know what the advantage of that is versus like PayPal or like, you know, Square. It's not,
1: yeah, it's not really.
0: Just as a payment vehicle, like why, you know?
1: It's just, it's, yeah, like I said, it's just something that it's another kind of currency that's only going to gain value through people putting value on it and people aren't just going to put value on something that they have no reason to, you know? And I think you made a good point about like banks too. It's like, yeah, you can hate banks all you want, but they still contribute to the economy in a way that at least contributes to the economy. You know, when you put your money in a bank, they use that money to go and they give out loans. Then people put that money that, you know, this the loan into the economy and then they pay back to the bank which then allows them to loan out more money you know so it's like there's money going into the economy there and there's money working its way around and there's actual there's an actual institution related with it whereas yeah like with, with cryptocurrency it's just people buying up all this cryptocurrency and just hoarding it <laughs> and, and hanging so on to, to it <laughs> yeah they're just hanging on to it letting the, the you know the price in another currency go up they're letting the price of the, the the cryptocurrency go up in a different currency that they actually want. And then they're going to sell it to some dumbass who's going to buy it to just, yeah, to to get in on the craze. But they're not going to get cryptocurrency so they can go and buy something with it. I mean, there's a small number of people who do that. But right now, that's not what people are doing. People aren't buying it to spend it. They're buying it to hang, to, to hold it. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. There's no... <laughs> There's no cycle there. There's no actual, like, healthy cycle. There's no like, economic cycle there.
0: Yeah, even, like, like I mean, even trying to use it to buy stuff, to me, doesn't make sense. Because, like, why would I buy something in, like, a cryptocurrency when it's so unstable? And, like, you know, like, if I spent, like, a thousand coins to buy something for, like, you know, $10, like... I don't feel like that's as good it, as just buying yeah. something for $10. Because <laughs> the Dogecoin could go up and down, like, you know, like, yeah. who knows? Well, it only makes
1: sense if you're, like, trying to buy something. Valued. Well, if you're, if you're trying to buy something that you don't want to be, like, traced or something. Like, you know, it's like a lot sure. of, like, you know, sketchy stuff is bought with cryptocurrency. Because they right. don't want a paper trail. And that totally makes sense. But you don't buy Bitcoin to just have on hand to to conduct those sales. What you do is you have your real money and then based on the value of, you know, whatever the crypto is, yeah. you go and you buy that much crypto and then you use that to com- to complete that transaction. And then, you know, but you're not just sitting on a bunch of cryptocurrency. Right. You know? It's just, it's it's all just a way to, it's, all, it's almost like a money laundering thing. It's not really money laundering, but it's like just a way to like put your money somewhere And give it to them without having some kind of trace, you know, without being able to be traced through it, you know? Yeah.
0: Ideally, like, you would hide your assets. Exactly. But I don't know. But you're just going to hang on
1: to crypto for that reason, you know?
0: I think that in the future, maybe there'll be some crypto that's some some use for cryptography and storing data and blockchains that will make sense. Um, I think the current iteration that we have is so vulnerable to regulation for the thing that you just said. Because, like, you know, if a hacker starts shutting stuff down and then demanding Bitcoin, like, eventually, I mean, if Bitcoin is so valuable, it's creating incentive for people to do these sorts of things. And, like, I think it's – eventually it's just going to be a problem. And and that doesn't even touch on the fact of, like, okay, there's also energy problems, how much energy inefficient it is to create – bitcoin and then also how much the uh government of china controls bitcoin with its mining operations it could threaten the the u.s dollar and become a default currency that's controlled by uh you know an actor like china or russia or something so i don't know it's such a like quagmire (laughs) i feel like we'll see it in the next like several years of our lives you know
1: yeah, I don't think that like it's a I don't think cryptocurrency is necessarily a dead end, but I think the way that people are using it right now, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's 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 it doesn't make sense. And it's just that thing too, where yeah, like you said, it's like people are literally people are literally treating it right now like it's a stock, but there's just nothing to it. It's like when you buy stock in a company, you're buying stock in a company, you're giving them money In return for ownership, you know, for some partial ownership in that company with the good faith that they will make smart business decisions and make money through their business so they can pay you money. So their valuation goes up and, and or not pay you money, but in a way, you know, it's like their valuation goes up and you get money from that. But like you don't really it doesn't make sense to treat crypto that same way because it's not a matter of, you know. Oh, I'm gonna buy some Bitcoin, and then the Bitcoin Corporation is gonna do something to make themselves better. No, it's just I'm buying Bitcoin, and because there's less Bitcoin now, the money's now now Bitcoin's gonna go up. And it's like you know, there's no actual, there's nothing going on there. Yeah, it is only valuable because people are buying it, and so as soon as yeah, as soon as people start selling it, it's gonna be worthless.
0: Yeah, I really think some people put out the thing like, oh, Bitcoin is just digital gold. It's, it has a limited supply, which I think, by the way, I think the, the argument that there can only be so many Bitcoin, I think that's actually bullshit. I bet that when they hit the limit, they'll find some way to extend the schema or create some forked yeah. Bitcoin and then just say it's like Bitcoin too. There'll be something like stupid like that. There's no such thing as we'll we'll never be able to make more of this data like you'll just add a dimension yeah. to it yeah. and then repeat it like that's yeah. what's going to happen uh, mark my words it's not going to be unlimited or it's not going to be a f- finite amount cuz it's it's fucking data so anyways uh, yeah. i mean it's like saying like other oh, can only be 100 billion uh, green dollar bills and then you run out of dollar bills you can just say well now we're going to make a hundred billion blue dollar bills exactly. that's pretty much what I'm saying <laughs>
1: like you could just well make it's 100- like yeah yeah exactly well and, and with that even there's been times in the past where they've been like we're only going to have this much even green dollar bills they're like, we're only going to have this much green dollar bills but guess what happens when we run out of green dollar bills they're like well uh, just just add a few more of them you know yeah and so we've been doing for the past hundred years you know it's just making more (laughs) you could just have a dashed
0: line between like whatever the last block of bitcoin is and just have some dashed line to some other new blockchain and just start it over yeah you just have to say whenever there's a transaction is it in chain one It's a partition or chain two. Something like that, which, okay, sure some crypto nerd will try to disagree with me, but I don't think I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure even cryptographically, as long as you just added, um, as long as you added some kind of like a symbolic link between two blockchains, you could just pretend that they're connected. (laughs) like, Like if you put all of the entire blockchain of Bitcoin into one folder and then you can just create a new folder and put another chain in that folder and now you can just have double your amount. Like that's what I think. I think you could just eventually scale it horizontally uh, so you have as many as you want. They just wouldn't have like a hard link between them. So you'd have yeah. to have some some higher level paradigm of saying... You well, know, and it
1: maybe even wouldn't necessarily be have to be like an official thing. It could just be a, a matter of like, A, like as soon as once people max out Bitcoin or whatever, yeah, they'll just move on to something else. And it, the valuations yeah. can still affect each other. Because you can even see that a little bit with cryptocurrency. It's like when one cryptocurrency gets really big, like when Bitcoin gets really big, there's all these other ones that people always talk about, like Ethereum and Litecoin and yeah, even things like Dogecoin, where they're getting bigger because there's not just a Bitcoin craze, there's like a general cryptocurrency craze. Yeah. You know? So it's like people are creating their own sort of associations between that just because it's another form of crypto.
0: Yeah, and usually Bitcoin is like controlling the market. Every time Bitcoin goes up, everything goes up. If you look on Coinbase, they have like a graph of all the valuations going up and down and they'll all just look exactly the same because they're just following Bitcoin, which I think is kind of funny. But like, yeah, you could say everything else is just kind of an extension of Bitcoin. And then like two weeks ago, I think there was a really interesting trend where like Ethereum broke off, started to, like, skyrocket up because they're coming out with some new protocol that's supposed to reduce the transaction price or something. And it's called Ethereum 2 or whatever. And so they're, they're working on this protocol. They're close to releasing it. And then Ethereum started to take off and Bitcoin started to go down. And we finally had, like, this, um, like, converse relationship where Bitcoin is, is going down. And it looks like it's, like, Ethereum is kind of attracting Maybe some of that fallout, uh, which was super interesting to me, and I bought Ethereum because of that. Full disclosure, um, but I I just think that's a that's an interesting trend. Everything is down now because after um, SNL, I mean Dogecoin crashed, and then just as a like a loving sort of salt mm-hmm. in the wound, Elon Musk said that Tesla would stop accepting Bitcoin payments yeah. for for Tesla cars, and that just kind of like kicked the 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 chair out from underneath Bitcoin from, you know, being a legitimate, you know, currency.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing, too, is that, you know, I don't know. If no one's going to recognize Bitcoin as legitimate currency, then no one's going to want it. You know, companies are going to be like, yeah, we'll take Bitcoin. John McAfee always talks about bitcoin about yeah he's like a big bitcoin cryptocurrency like enthusiast or whatever but he always talks about he's like well we have to you know the only way that you're gonna find any value in it is if you detach it from you know currency of like the u.s and stuff he's like it's not related to the u.s dollar you just have to switch all the way to bitcoin and i'm like no one's gonna fucking do that (laughs) fucking like like, shut the fuck up but
0: like Okay, I think, I think that if you just imagine Tesla or Elon Musk on behalf of Tesla saying, in an official statement, Tesla will no longer accept uh, American dollars or Canadian dollars or pesos or yen or like anything like that, like yeah, it just it wouldn't make any sense. Like if they just said we're we're no longer going to accept this current – but the fact that you could like a company could just come out and say like yeah we're we're just not going to accept this uh type of payment like yeah it just means bitcoin is not a currency it's like not even close it's just a payment method it's not a currency yeah it's like it's like dropping paypal versus like you know dropping canadian dollars like it's a different thing it's so different so and bitcoin just falls on the paypal side of things in my opinion
1: No, I agree. It's always seen. Well, that's like I said. It's like, you know, it's the same thing like what you do on like, say you're buying something on Amazon and you just feel like using PayPal. The money goes into PayPal and then PayPal gives the money to them. It's like, it's the same thing. Like We were talking about how I was saying like if you want to have like an untraceable payment to someone. You just buy some Bitcoin. So your money just goes into Bitcoin and then you give them the Bitcoin and then they turn that into cash. You yeah. know, so they just sell I, it and turn it into cash. It's the same. It's it's yeah, it's, it's essentially the same thing.
0: I, I honestly think crypto won't be successful until it realizes what you're saying and stops focusing on trying to like create a market and starts just trying to create like a shopping cart. They just that's why that's why PayPal works is because if you want to like add some uh, checkout process to your website, you just like well put in PayPal, and that allows a lot of people who have PayPal to check out, and I don't have to do like CC bill or whatever, um, or some some Visa or Square or Stripe whatever. So I think that like in in that sense, if a cryptocurrency just focused on making transactions, like uh, I don't know, like it's a it's a system of record. The blockchain and it's decentralized. Maybe somehow that can make things cost-effective. I don't know. So far, it hasn't. So far, it's done the opposite of that. But maybe if you could, (laughs) you could create some (laughs) some cost-effective, resilient payment system that just goes through a cryptocurrency, and probably you'll end up with a very bad version of PayPal. But (laughs) that I think is. I think I've said yeah. since the beginning that crypto is just a bad version of PayPal, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I agree.
0: Well, we're going to find out about that. Um, there was, I guess we could th- touch on briefly, there was, like I mentioned earlier, there was a hack. I don't know if they debated Bitcoin, although I think they might have. There was a there was a hack the, in the pipeline east coast. Had a hack, yes the hike hack, they hacked colonial pipeline. Um, apparently, this is a east coast uh, petroleum pipeline or something. And when it shut down, it created a shortage for like fuel for like uh, gas stations, and then prices started to rise. Although someone took a picture of a gas station in like Virginia or something, and the gas price was like four dollars and twenty cents, and I was like, oh. Damn, that that's cheap here.
1: That's just <laughs> that's, regular gas.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's just that's just a good price. Yeah, California. that's like
1: just like hey, I drove down to 7-Eleven to get the 420 gas, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, 7-Eleven has really cheap prices uh, it's like an Oracle, but um yeah. it's a Seattle Arco. But that's that's like this was a thing and then there was a whole big meme about it about people putting gasoline in plastic bags and stuff yeah. and all this yeah. What do you make of it?
1: Man, I don't know, dude. I think it's just... I I think there's a lot of different things to make things of. I don't know. I mean, am I surprised that people are putting gasoline in plastic bags? I wish I could say I am. But but I'm not really. (laughs) Like, people are going to be dumb. In any situation where you have, like, a shortage of materials, the same dumb assholes are all going to, like jump on it you know it's the same people that you know were buying up toilet paper last year you know and we're like planning on reselling it and stuff all these dumbasses are gonna buy yeah gas for like 420 put it in their barrels and then try to resell it but by the time they get around to reselling it it's gonna go back down to like two bucks
0: that's true (laughs) i don't think
1: I don't think, the and they just bought like then like six months worth of 400, four hundred four dollar twenty cents gas. You just ripped yourself off, you fucking dumbass! Congratulations, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I do think that I'm skeptical over the concept of the the shortage, and I guess there was ransomware in the pipeline, but I, this didn't seem to go on. Like by the time I even heard of this story, it sounded like it was over. So, yeah. I'm interested well, in you, how long are, are you kidding me? actually you think had?
1: like a fucking you think the oil companies are going to let like some little like ransomware attack cause an actual shortage of gasoline I, I think They're, they paid it is such big money they will find ways to sell gasoline to people you know let <laughs> like, me see
0: colonial <laughs> pipeline I, want, I don't want to misquote this but I think it was four, four to five million dollars I don't know how much though um, that's
1: see, but see, that's the thing is that that's nothing, that's pocket change. So it doesn't in the, seem in like the oil was, industry.
0: It doesn't seem like it was offline for that long, though. No. Uh, so I just, I was just saying that I think the, um, I find the, the whole, gas stations raising their prices to be a little bit dubious because I feel like gas stations just kind of set their prices based on, like, how stupid they think people are on a yeah. given day. Like, I, I remember agree. when... I remember there was this, some screw-up where Saudi Arabia, like, last year, I think, or the year before that, they were, I think, right before COVID even, they they flooded too much oil on the market or something, and it was causing problems with the uh, gas prices and then the OPEC or something was forcing them to like buy it back to try to like stabilize it there's this whole thing and it was causing gas prices to be really cheap and i remember the whole time uh in seattle our gas price never even dipped even a a penny below um i forget what it was i think it was like four something at the time and it never changed in the entire summer or something yeah and uh and I just remember reading about this story in the news about how there's all these problems in the market. And I was like, wow, these gas stations really just don't set it on the market. They just know everyone in my neighborhood goes to this gas station yep. and they're just not going to change their price even if the market is fluctuating. Yeah. So. Well, I
1: think that's something too. It's like you read all these articles about the pipeline attack and they, they talk they don't talk about supply being hurt. What they say is that demand has risen 20 to 40 percent and it's because everyone's panicking and buying a bunch of gas. So it's like people are panicking and buying a bunch of gas. So they're going to pump their prices up, of course. But do they have a lower supply? No. Yeah. Not really. Like I said, said, do you think that these, you know, giant, you know, multi-trillion dollar oil companies are really going to let a $5 million ransomware demand affect their trillion dollar industry? They're going to get gasoline to people.
0: Yeah, it's it's, In it's just bags like if they have to.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're going to get gasoline to people. That's how they make money, and that's how they make just disgusting amounts of money. You know.
0: Yeah. So I am just gonna read a snippet from uh, Washington Post by Will England May 18. So that's today, and it says that Colonial Pipeline, main Gulf Coast East Coast artery for gasoline other petroleum products ran into a new computer snag as it was still recovering from a shutdown that started May 7 after a ransomware attack. And it says lower down that uh, it has taken several days to get the system back to normal. And uh, several reports say that they were paid $5 million uh, to get the ransomware uh, removed. And the hackers appear to be maybe based in Russia. So... Yeah, so I don't know. It sounds like it was a whole thing, and then now it's spinning up again, but it's still kind of like just crappy, probably old (laughs) mainframe software or something.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, I just – I don't think it's as big a deal. as I think people are in a panic right now is all what it is. I don't think it's – yeah. Yeah, like we said, $5 million –
0: it's actually not much, right? That's nothing.
1: Like, that is nothing. That is what they make in a second of fucking gasoline being sold across the East Coast. You know.
0: I I've wondered actually about this, about these ransomware attacks. I've been thinking that the reason why cuz I've heard some other ones. I think I think I heard about a hospital getting attacked with ransomware and then they charged like less than a hundred thousand dollars i have this theory that the ransomware is probably pretty easy for like a security specialist to remove um so they must be charging low fees because it's always something that's like well okay we'll just pay it um yeah versus like because like that's not very much they probably if it was actually like ransomware that you couldn't just you know get an expert in there to turn it off um probably i don't know i'm just assuming it's something where like it, it would cost you more money it's probably okay here's my theory the price of ransomware is probably fixed to the like average cost of like consulting with a security firm like crowdstrike to yeah. uh look at your issue cuz that's probably the limiting factor cuz if they charge yeah. like 10 billion dollars you'll just be like okay we'll just hire CrowdStrike strike or someone yeah. to come in here and shut you guys down
1: yeah exactly and like there is like the side of things where generally on like the personal side as far as like personal ransomware like the shit where it's like if you go to a sketchy site or like click a weird link in an email and like a, a small scale ransomware attack takes over like your personal computer usually that's like even if you pay them, they're not going to take the ransomware off because they like they know that you'll just keep paying them. So they'll just kind of like come up thing. They'll be like, oh, well, they paid me once. So we'll just say again, hey, you got to give us more money now to take it off completely or whatever. But it's like with these giant corporations. Yeah, because they know they can just pay a cybersecurity firm to take to, to deal with the virus. They're probably just coming in, getting whatever they can get and then dipping out.
0: Yeah. That's because they're assholes. Yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking of who assholes. Are... Speaking of people <laughs> or are international conglomerates that are assholes.
1: Yes. Reddit. The national international asshole conglomerate on the internet.
0: <laughs> um Yeah.
1: Sorry, but no. Um, uh, am I the asshole? That's uh, one of our segments that we're bringing that we did once and we're bringing it back. So we're going to read what are the th- rules. What are the rules? Um, I have a post that uh, asks, um, am I the asshole? Someone posts their story. They say, am I the asshole in this situation? We read it and we determine if they're assholes or not
0: isn't there like a rule though in the reddit where it's like you have to say like you're the asshole they're the asshole everyone's an asshole no asshole oh yeah
1: it's like not the asshole or you're the asshole
0: but there's some other ones too i just want to be clinical
1: i think that there's i don't know it's like some people say everyone's the asshole Cause you know, there's always that situation where it's like, okay, like sounds like everyone involved in the story is just a completely shitty person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like everyone's the asshole.
0: So all right, what do what we, we have
1: Okay, so this is this this is the, the the am I the the question is, am I the asshole for telling my fiance that his best friend can't come to the wedding? Uh all right, let's just let's just do like a midpoint check. How do, how does that sound to you right now?
0: Um, sounds like you're the asshole yeah
1: sounds probably probably okay so whatever disclaimer throw away whatever so th- the person says i and my fiance Ugh, idiots my fiance and i oh come on <laughs> <laughs> no one even are planning on our big day you can sell their the asshole
0: because they grammatically put themselves incorrectly before
1: fools, the fools but they tried to do it right by saying I and my fiance but they still did it wrong
0: because the, the <laughs> okay, subjective anyway. so noun the, that refers to yourself <laughs> is always last. So, in the list so
1: this person they are planning on a wedding and so they say that their fiance wanted to ask his best friend John to be the best man and I vetoed it. They say John dated my sister back in college. It's how they met their fiance, actually. And they ended on a pretty bad note. My sister is my mother maid of honor, and I didn't want there to be any tension at the altars, and my fiance understood that, and John was cool with it. I just didn't want any drama. Last Friday, my sister was over visiting me, and she said I heard John's going to be at the wedding. I don't think I want to go there with him there. And although I can understand why my fiancé wanted John to be there, I wanted my sister to be there even more, so I assured her that I would talk to my fiancé about this. Wow. So later, when my fiancé came home, I sat down and talked about the previous discussion I had with my sister, and to say the least, he was not okay with it, saying stuff like, first, not the best man, fine, not a groom's not okay, but whatever. But Now he can't even be at the wedding? Not okay. So I told him I'd rather have my sister than John at the wedding, and I pleaded that he would at least hear me out. He didn't. He left the house and has been crashing at John's place ever since. <laughs> like that he goes to
0: crash <laughs> at John's place? <laughs> wow, better That's worry so about funny. that. One.
1: So they're like, okay, I don't know. Am I the asshole here? Like, it makes sense to me. Blood sister outweighs best friends, right? Just want someone outside perspective from internet strangers. So the ultimate question: Am I the asshole? Go.
0: Well, I think it's obvious here. It's hard not to say everyone's the asshole. There's a lot of. I know it's hard. Everyone's got a reason. The first the, the person writing it should be an asshole purely for the fact that they said I and my fiance instead of me, fiance and I. So Fucking idiot! That's just that's just <laughs> unforgivable. But the 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 John is an asshole because the. The person said they're an asshole, so we have to take their word for it. And the, the fiancé is an asshole because he left and started crashing with John, which is kind of so weird. funny. <laughs> Very <laughs> weird. Well, but it's their best uh, friend. Okay. Um, and then the sister is probably, in my opinion, the biggest asshole Obviously. for making the entire wedding about herself yes and having no regard for the situation she's creating with the the groom's best friend being forbidden from coming to the wedding just because she dated him once in college or something so like obviously okay the sister's the biggest asshole for sure
1: sister (laughs) oh spicy spicy so apparently this is unconfirmed but it says, someone in the comments says that uh, apparently the poster's sister cheated on John in college and th- and he left her, and that's that was how the relationship ended. <laughs> oh my god, I just read that. Wow. So the sister really is the worst one because
0: yeah. she the hell? cheated on this guy and then doesn't want to. Him to even come to her <laughs> sister's.
1: Oh my god!
0: That's the worst. That's wow. awful.
1: Wow. Yeah. So I think that's pretty clear cut. Who is the asshole?
0: Yeah. And who is the 100%. lesser
1: asshole for going on with going along with the asshole?
0: I mean, I don't know. I will say the sister one hundred percent, and I, I give everyone else pretty much i don't know i would Equal i would look asshole-y. past everyone else's yeah um, well okay yeah i would look past her i would just say just the sister because her i agree her thing is so in another league compared to the other people i mean you know the the person the poster wouldn't even go down this route if it wasn't for that person creating all that pressure yeah. and, and um yeah and then the the fiance wouldn't be sleeping with <laughs> another man. <laughs> if it wasn't it all spirals from one thing, right?
1: Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think agree. you
0: can only say that everyone's the asshole if like two people are assholes like simultaneously. But if yeah. one person is an asshole and the other person just repudiate not repudiate, uh I guess Returns <laughs> that 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 same kind of behavior. Then I still blame the first person.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Yeah. So if you flip me off and I flip you off, you can't say that you're an asshole for flipping me off because I flip you off first. That's the rules.
1: That's the rule, okay. dude. If someone <laughs> flips you off, you get to flip them off back. It's it's you know.
0: That's the golden rule, actually, right? Yeah. That's what no, they call yeah. the golden. Yeah,
1: hey, I didn't start this. You've started
0: this. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so a scenario where everyone is the asshole. Um, Maybe like, uh, I don't know, let me think. Um, I guess I'm texting on my phone and I hit your bumper at a stoplight and you don't have insurance or something like that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> A situation where, like, yeah. I'm an asshole, but you're also kind of an asshole for not, you know or what like, I mean? Or like
1: they come over and they like they like punch in your window or something instead of calling insurance. You know what I mean?
0: Something like that. Yeah, something like, like that. Okay, it's it's my fault for for hitting you, but it's definitely not my fault that you don't have insurance. <laughs> Are you are you, you, you say
1: did something happen while you're driving back from Shallan or something? Or are you like vintage are you okay?
0: Like, I'm I may or may not have insurance is what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it kinda makes me the the yeah. Oh man all right you heard it here first
1: you heard it here first uh if you don't have insurance you're an asshole you know what we should do is now would be a perfect time to like have like an insurance company as a sponsor or something we could be like but you can solve that so hey if you're an insurance company reach out to us you can we can sponsor you can sponsor us we can tell people to buy your insurance we could you could maybe hook kevin up with like a discounted rate or something (laughs) <laughs> go to
0: uh e-surance um with double e double e-surance that's our sponsor yeah <laughs> double e-surance
1: <laughs> also uh pronounced
0: e-surance
1: let us know um what you think of the insurance on our um instagram page let me finish oh.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Actually, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's something like that. You'll, you, there's there's shoes up on a line. Is the is the profile picture? We have. <laughs> Let me finish up. pod. Let me finish pod. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.
0: <laughs> Let me finish podcast. Let me
1: finish podcast. Uh, one of those things. A Reddit or or Discord, if you want to make one. Um,
0: if there is one, we wouldn't be invited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, we'll see you next week, folks.